Hey guys, welcome to Nerd News Now, February 17th, uh, 20, wait, that's the 24th. Yeah. I thought we lost hey, the week last we week. today. Welcome <laughs> last, to last week. Back in time. Welcome to last yes. week now on Nerd News Now. Uh, we got everyone here today. Chaz is here, Jarek's here, Miss Jen's here, Marcus here. Um, well, you guys threw me off completely for this intro by talking about Girl Scout cookies, so we're going to pause that, talk about that in a second. But we have news from Toy Fair, and when I say news, I mean Baby Yoda. Uh, we have news from Comics Pro. Uh, Miss Jen was there. Uh, she may or may not have seen a movie that's not even out yet. Uh, we've got some Batman news, huge news from DC. Huge. Uh, and also, how do you guys prefer your Captain America? Do you prefer like the classic um, Kirby-drawn, Stanley-written, punching Nazis? Do you prefer the pretty boy Chris Evans, or do you prefer the... Psychopathic abusive boyfriend Dennis. I love we'll talk of, oh, sorry, as long as you have America's butt. <laughs> we'll talk about all that and more on Nerd News Now. All right, uh, Mark back here with Miss Jen Jarek and America's Butt on Nerd News Now. <laughs> Look, so here's here's the deal, guys. Uh, completely thrown off. I tried to provide an outline, a rundown for what we're going to talk about the next hour. Uh, I come in, and y'all are talking about Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Now, Jarek, I heard you say, now what did you call yourself? I, I, I am a self-described slut. For thin mints. Okay. Uh, I, it's one. I think I have enough self control to not be a slobbering animal ninety percent of the time. But like, if there's a sleeve of thin mints like in my car, I will eat all of them. Or if there's a sleeve, if there's like a box of thin mints just around, I will buy it. And I don't know why. I, I just lose all self control for this. You hear that, Girl Scout troops? Bring your thin mints right here. This guy, I'll buy them all. I, I swear. I don't know why. I can't stop myself. New bikes for all the Girl Scouts. <laughs> you too win that free trip. Oh my word. Yeah. Do you put um, them in the freezer? Yes. Yes, frozen Thin Mints are does it, amazing. Does anyone not put them in the freezer? Uh, I think it's sacrilege if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something that I heard with, um, uh, actually, our cameraman's shaking his head, so therefore, um, no, put them in the freezer. Um, Jen had, uh, you had a great idea. I've never heard this Yeah, I've never heard of this. With the Thin Mints. With, with popcorn. So, so like, do you do you crumble them up? No, you just, just like, eat them at the same time because you get the salty part. Oh, okay. So I was picturing like a big bucket of popcorn with whole cookies just in there, just melting all over the place. All yeah. Like, so it's like so you take a bag of popcorn or a thing of popcorn, and you just like eat a thin mint, grab a handful of popcorn, eat that as well. It's just like junior mints. Like junior mints and popcorn are the perfect match, but if you have huh. those, it's oh, the you same can have flavor. a little popcorn sandwich. Oh, mm, there you go. Yeah. Like, he was like one of these, one of those. Okay, I got you. Look, about oh my gosh, look. Oh, that's, they yeah. make like, oh, that, that looks so good. So it looks good. like they crumbled that up a little bit. This okay. is an officially licensed product. <laughs> looks like it. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe. it's not. It's probably well, here's like the a... thing. In that case, though, no freezer, right? Uh, no, then you put that, you can make that cold again. going to throw off the warmness of the popcorn. Do you make the popcorn matter. cold? You just want the saltiness of the popcorn. You, freeze the, po- you freeze the popcorn. <laughs> that makes sense. So you freeze it and then cook the popcorn. Yeah. Wonder why it's taking even longer to pop and then throw the thing. Only recommended by one out of five. Obviously (laughs) not a cooking show. (laughs) Yeah. Can we we have a cooking episode where we just make false, you know? We just talk about food. You can do everything about food. You could put them in with the kernels in the microwave, but that might prove disastrous. I think they're gonna melt the thing, which I don't think is the process here. You know they're making a D and D cookbook. Really? So you can actually cook the stuff that's in the. Huh. Actual manuals. Well, wait, what stuff is in the manual? The pages? Yeah, the so, pages. You, so you, the best it, it's, a, uh, it's a monster manual casserole <laughs> in which uh, you grind up a full book yeah. and you mix it in with some like cream of onion, this, cream of celery, cream of mushroom. I think Snoop Dogg that... knows what to do with some of them papers. <laughs> does, <laughs> the pages. does that, does that work like osmosis? Kind of, Where yeah. if you digest it, you, you, you learn become it. A, a dungeon kid master? Yes. Master well, you're just a dungeon master. I don't want to be a dungeon kid master because that just sounds really bad. <laughs> well, I'm a barbarian like in a beach! Justin, I think they just listed it, so I don't know if it's actually something you can find. Well, what, um, what kind of recipes are in there? Yeah, it's like whatever is described in like there has to be something described in some of the um, adventures, and then they actually yeah there are some figure of, out a cookbook. There are some modules like, talk about like no they serve this year is their main specialty and they they kind of yeah. So check it out online when it when it posts. Uh, we'll we'll do some research to let you know where to find an Eye of Newt 
and a dragon nail <laughs> in your deck exactly. to uh, complete your hardy D&D there we go. meal. Or is it dice? Can you eat the dice? Does that even well, they actually there's, there's, I've actually found like candy dice yeah, where like they they roll the same, they're 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 weighted correctly, so yeah. you can roll them. And so like the thing is cool, like the memes put it out. Like imagine you roll really bad and like ah oh, screw this and you just munch on the d twenty. Yeah. Like how terrified would people be like, oh my god, what have you done? But it's <laughs> actually candy. But after yeah, rolling I mean, all that map, yes, look yeah, at those. That's yeah, rainbow ones. I guess those look like. I mean, you'd have to have the if you wanted to freak someone out, they would have to look realistic enough for you to go. No, yeah. don't eat that. Don't eat that. Yeah. But surely it, someone's those... eating dice anyway. Lay off yeah. me! I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have my tidbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. I think it's gonna yeah. only work once, and every time after that, it's like, oh, you brought candy dice again. Oh. And it's like, oh man. Nerd. <laughs> yeah. Now, but you guys find with a lot of these themed cookbooks that it's basically just given a title. Yeah, oh, you know, no. it's just like a there's, regular food with a title. There's, there's some mm-hmm. really cool Star Wars ones. Wookie uh-huh. hmm. Cookie and um, Yoda Soda. Oh, there's some good ones. But isn't I the Wookie Cookie just thin mints crushed up on popcorn? It might be. I didn't I like remember it. that, oh, but maybe good. that's where I got the idea from. Delicious it is. Well, I mean, I, I guess because food's just going to be food, right? Because the, yeah. the D&D cookbook's not going to actually provide you with, like, leg of troll. Like a troll leg. No, but I, I think it does give you a plus three to your dexterity. Yeah, and that's what's important here. Yeah. Now I, that now that would be interesting if all the nutritional facts were only oh, there's only stats. Uh, That'd be points, really cool. Yeah, points and stats. I was given a uh, the Bob Burgers. Uh, oh, that's cookbook. Good. No, that and was that fun. Was re- that's a lot of fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah it's, some of them are very interesting. That, that's probably my favorite part of the episode is just waiting for to a see what's on the board. See what's the yeah, what's the board? What's the burger of the day? Yeah. and understanding the joke. That's, that's yeah. the best. I know things. Yeah, and some really of them shut. sound good. I mean, they really do. And there's really there's a lot of easy ways to make and then the burgers just adding mm-hmm. portobello mushrooms or uh, I have newts, uh, crumble right. crumble thin mints and popcorn on top of it. A Yoda burger, yes. Mm. Yeah, mm. good taste. There's probably not any way to make a savory meal with Girl Scout cookies. A savory meal? Yeah. Savory? No. Yeah. Sweet probably not. always. Sweet always. Sure. Yeah. Like uh, s'mores with uh, thanks a lots. You know what? Yeah. I, they're still Swear serving by. cookies, right? Yeah. I think yeah. they still have some. <laughs> serving cookies. Still, still <laughs> selling cookies. We Would should... you like some thin mints, sir? We're serving them today. We should come up with a, a savory way to eat your cookies for you in the next week. Okay, so next week, yeah, we're making our own recipes <laughs> for savory Girl Scout cookies. Uh, we don't have to like bring them in, maybe a picture or something. There yeah. we go. We have because to. I'm not gonna be here next week, but I'll just send it and be like, "This is me." Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get some shortbread. Yeah, I think it's about yeah. Bread, think um, easy yeah. way out. Shortbread lasagna, <laughs> maybe. Quiche. Um, what like about that. what, that a, what about what about a quiche made with uh, shortbread? Crumbled, Cr- crumbled yeah. up as the Do you think you can like shave off the lemon thing for like the lemonades and make some kind of like lemon roasted chicken with it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it definitely. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, use it as a breading. Hey. Do a little deep fry the citrus on top. Pork, pork chops. Okay. For this. Sure. I think this started off as a joke, but I think yeah. we're serious now. I think this is how. Oh, I was yeah. always serious. <laughs> we might, My internet kid is always serious. About <laughs> Surely someone's is this done this, so we can like try this out. Yeah. No joke. Are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah, do it. Next week on the Girl Scout Cookie uh, Podcast. But <laughs> se- se- very serious question about that. And it might it probably has something to do with the organization or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why are there not Girl Scout Cookie vending machines? Because I, I feel like if you modify the vending machine, and you know, like they're five or six bucks or whatever. Some mom out there is like. Right, so rich, right rich mom out there is going. Wait, hold on. Well, see, I, I trademarked by Nerd News now. Yeah. yeah, I think you guys think about it like you know drug addicts. All right, yeah. like as a, like once again as a slut for thin mints. If I can get thin mints every day of the week, you're not gonna want them. I'm not gonna want them. I'm gonna yeah. sick of it. But like, like the if they, exactly if they come around, like, if it comes out like oh cool we got three months we're selling thin mints. I'm like I'm sold. Give me, yeah. I'll, I'll take your entire stock. It's the same thing like, with like comic books. Like we, this is a limited uh, series or a limited run. It's like variant covers. Yeah, there's only one in twenty five. Everybody wants it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. So it's this. I think that's what it is. I yeah. Think but would it be oversaturating the market if the vending machine was only available for like thirty days? I'm just trying to think of a way to like leave here yeah. in an hour and go get. Girl Scout cookies. I think it's a good idea. I think it's good. Do idea. it so that there were the sleeves only, so it was like half a box, and, then it was, <laughs> and it was a cold box, right? 
How much it would it suck, be. like, if you put your money into the Girl Scout vending machine? Yeah. Buggies, this... And the box, like, just leans against the glass. Yeah. And it's like, ah! That's five bucks down the drain! <laughs> <laughs> people, like, tackle um, the machine. Yeah. Be, or how quickly would it would take It would be great blocked. for the next person. Right, yeah. 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 Two boxes. <laughs> Finding Actually, a, just, uh, I'm, I'm going to buy the, yeah. uh, the Samoas right above it. Hopefully that will knock it down. I'll get two boxes. Yes. And yeah. it just knocks that one even further. Now it's even more jammed. And, God. Yeah. Actually, I, it's been a long time since I've lost money on a vending machine because they have that push sensor technology now where when it senses that nothing fell, it'll push out a second one. Yeah. So typically when it gets stuck, you get two right yeah. right then and there. That's the kind of vending machines you find in them rich neighborhoods. Yeah. What's up, Woodlands? <laughs> <laughs> Down here in Conroe, Texas. Though. <laughs> Got the old shakums. <laughs> um, I think we've extinguished the uh, trying to make cookies in the lasagna. Part no, of the show. no, no, challenge I think um, this is gonna happen. I, I'm, I'm gonna say like probably a crusted pork chop would be mm-hmm. with any of these. Thin mints, thin mints is just not gonna work because of the chocolate aspect. You could make a mole sauce with those though. Yeah, those oh, ways. Oh, okay. Or you, I mean, you, it does have to be just from one cookie. You can take parts. You can take the mint or the chocolate or you know, yeah. The yeah. peanut butter from another one. Yeah, the cocoa nuts. They make cookie crusted lamb recipe there. Well, well, Mark, okay. anything else you want to talk about? How we just so, probably can't do this. Mark, you, oh. want, you want to do the expensive one? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, any cookies that will uh, survive eight hours on low in a crock pot, I'm good with. Right? Yeah. Just make it happen. You're just going to freeze a bunch of multi <laughs> yeah. yeah. sure. It's like a uh, single pork chop. It's just going to like brace on top. Like, yeah. yeah. Cookies You're and chops, man. Some C and C's from Mark B. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um. Why well, yeah. the next thing? We're talking about comics. <laughs> right. Sure. Um. So there was this thing called um, Comics Pro. Mm-hmm. Comics Pro? You went there. Yeah. Okay, so this is not your typical convention that's like highly advertised, tickets are sold. So who exactly attends Comics Pro? So you don't have to be a member of the professional organization called Comics Pro to be able to go. Um, you do have to be a retailer or an artist, writer, or publisher. So that's really who, that's, that's who they're. Or some of the vendors aren't like... Like, there, there were vendors that were, like, uh, comic book adjacent, stuff that we could use that showed up and mm-hmm. showed up. And then there's some uh, charitable organizations that are uh, comic book-focused, like, things, such as the book industry, um, something charity. It's a great charity. I don't know why I can't think of the end part right now. Sorry. Sorry, Bank. You're awesome. Um, yeah, that's pretty much everybody that comes. And so, uh, do, do all the major publishers attend? I heard, because mm-hmm. I heard DC set out this year. No, they were there. They were there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did, did, were they fielding questions? Because there was some gigantic news on Friday. Yeah. There was some big news on Friday, and they handed it with a lot of grace. They, were, they looked like they were, like, everybody found out at the same time. They did yeah. not know in advance. Okay. And so, they all had the same shocked look that all of us did, where we were just like, is it okay to cry? Because <laughs> I'm yeah. right. So, well, I mean, but that was their decision, though, right? To oh, I don't. No one knows. No one knows. All, okay. all that anybody and, knows is that he, that he was no longer with the company. And we'll get to this in a second, but just so we're not being super cryptic, Dan DDL was they they parted ways as all we know. He is Part no two. longer co-publisher at DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, uh, Jim Lee still holds that title, but there's no other person there. So we we have yet to know who is going to be the head publisher. That's right. At DC. Uh, and we'll get to that in a second because that is very big news. But as far as the, so do you call it like the Comics Pro Summit or just Comics Pro? Just the Comics Pro Annual Meeting. Um, so what uh, news did you bring back for us from that? Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff that went on in this place. So um, it's good. She's drooling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, she's still she's still thinking about the uh, pork loin encrusted. <laughs> so it's different than like if you go to the because there's also a diamond retailer summit mm-hmm. that's just like a, a much bigger group, um, but you don't get the same thing that we did at this one. So, so really, no one goes anywhere except for like you know out to eat together. But everything's happening in one hotel. All the publishers are staying in the hotel. All of the creators are staying in the hotel, and all the retailers are staying in the same hotel. So when we're doing like official industry stuff and having meetings and round tables and all that stuff, you're in the conference part of it. And all the rest of the time, people are making personal connections by going out to dinner together or going to the bar or whatever. So it's, a, it's, it's like a, a direct contact to 
all of the publishers, the lead, lead publishers. I think what you're saying about for DC is they didn't send the very top of their company this time. Okay. So. I just saw that, like, on, you know, Bleeding Cool and stuff. Like Bleeding the, Cool. The, super accurate. I, no, I know. I know. So many but, I, I hate going to that website. I'm yeah. sorry. But yeah. there's so many advertisements. I can't get to it, so I'm just like a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how, like, a lot of these websites that there's, or, a lot, you know, a lot of websites, period, there's not any kind of check on a lot of the stuff so you basically hear like it's been reported or this and that but with something like comics pro that's always been off my radar Mm -hmm. because that's a retailer you know summit or whatever you want to call it but um so is there when they're doing this is this basically just to give you almost like a, a state of the union as a of the union as a retailer or is this to like try to sell you stuff on the spot are you signing up for different products or uh, putting books on your list as this is happening or is this more just a industry coming together to kind of say okay well here's what we're working on so it's a little bit of all those things the publishers have really backed off on the way they used to think about it because most of the time like for the big industry things like diamond they're kind of just like walking you through the previews book and telling you what they think you should buy Hmm. but uh comics pro is not really like that it's more um, we're going to show you some things we think that you guys should back because we really believe in these. Um, and meanwhile, um, these are the things that we're going to start doing to try to reach out to you and help make it easier for you to sell things in general. Uh, and then they really take a lot of feedback back with them. They really are there to, to talk to the public, the uh, retailers and say, you know, what are we doing that's right? What are we doing that's wrong? What we can do to change? What can we do to work together to make it work better? So that's, that's the real difference is you're actually – making giant industry changes there usually now was so with all this kind of chaos surrounding dc um all right was there any specific news from them that you find interesting uh dc is really great they are um they gave a really great presentation it was nice and short and it wasn't very like specific for merch which we were very happy about um nothing really very specific they gave us we do have the list of what things Punchline will actually be in, so that we know we know exactly we're not caught short anymore. Yeah, and that was the big character that made her debut in uh, Batman '89 last week. Uh, but I think it's in a different book. You think it's in a different book? Yeah. Oh, like the official first. I think her yeah. first cameo appearance is in Birds of Prey number one. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I went to you know, I went to read it, and there's one panel of Joker because Harley's coming back to Gotham, mm-hmm. and there's a silhouette of a woman, and she's like, "Who is that?" Because he's on the phone, mm-hmm. and I think they're gonna reveal that that was Punchline. It's in my gut of guts. Huh. It doesn't hang out with too many women's. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think so. I think like if they reveal it, then they're like, "By the way, this wasn't hers, but this was," and it's like, Poof. people are gonna be after that book like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Then again, I could be totally wrong, but my gut says. But anyway, yeah. we, we, we know that her origin story is going to be in Joker 80. <laughs> oh, yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I've, there's some I've... other books that they, they've revealed. But, uh, yeah, so, so as far as, uh, you said there was tons and tons of news, what would be like the top couple of things? Well, the thing that was on, on, that was the, other than the Dendidio uh, thing, the thing that most people were talking about and really buzzing about was uh, the new company that Desh Shemdasani started called Bad Idea. Because, uh, Everybody knew all the public, all the uh, retailers that went knew that there was going to be no news about who, which of the which twenty retailers he was going to choose to launch the line with until after Comics Pro, and we thought maybe he might announce it at Comics Pro. So everyone was really kind of like, "Hey!" <laughs> and now, for those of us not familiar, who is that? Uh, he is the gentleman who uh, took Valiant when it was like nothing, like after its heyday in the '90s, it went down to nothing. He bought it and then uh, brought it into the, its current glory. Uh, and then uh, last year, DMC, DMG, which is a big um, conglomerate, Chinese conglomerate entertainment company, bought him out of his out of the majority shares and and let him retire out. Uh, I don't think that was necessarily his idea, but they did allow him to do. He was a producer for um, Bloodshot, so. Okay, so that so that's that's specifically one of those kind of industry things where he's telling you or you're waiting to hear what direction specific publishers and companies are going, or who they're going oh, to no, choose what past. So for him. bad idea is his company okay. that he's launching 
Uh, he's not going through Diamond. He's direct distributing. He's shipping on his own. He's uh, starting out with a pretty specific set of rules. It's like cover price all the time, so there can't be retailers speculating. Uh, it's probably going to be a little bit allocated because they're paying for the whole print run ahead of anyone having any orders at all. And they're, uh, I think they're going to change the number of stores, but he said initially that he was going to choose 20 stores. And those would be the 20 stores that have access to it to start. But that as they added stores that could carry it, that they would have access to all the issues that they might have missed. So they're going to have oh, enough okay. number ones and number twos or whatever so that as stores come online that they're still going to have all of that for their customers. Because the customers are losing their mind. There's an actual Facebook uh, bad idea fan group that are like losing their mind trying to figure out how they're going to get them if one of their local stores doesn't have, hmm. isn't one of the ones that are picked. It's like, don't worry, you'll get it. Don't freak out. I promise you that that bad idea is a good idea. You're going to get some stuff. And uh, I read, I got to look at all of the books. He had, he had the galleys there. You guys are going to lose your mind over them really seriously. They're so good. So it's a really, really curated line. Okay. And then what about any other uh, from the bigger major publishers? Oh, well, we're on TC real quick. We had somebody come into the store today that mentioned something that yeah. I had never heard before. Yeah. Um, he said that um, DC is thinking about not publishing books anymore, like comics. And I was like, where did you see this from? He was like, I read it online. I'm like, but where? He was like, everybody. It's on the news. It's all because apparently uh, there, was a, there was some kind of AT&T tied announcement that I don't understand what the tie was. And I haven't had a chance to go and look. Yeah, apparently, like I was doing FOCs and all that stuff. So they're trying, they want to do a reboot of the current reboot, mm -hmm. calling it 5G, is what we've heard. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. then if 5G fails, then they're not publishing, they're not publishing any books. It's all going to go online or something. Yeah. See so what can, happens, man. It's a wild know. ride. There's no way that you can not print Batman or Superman. There, there is so much speculation after this weekend that mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that were even saying, "Oh, Marvel's going to buy him up." That's not going to happen. So, so I don't know. DC uh, said uh, nothing about this weekend. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it's just all over the news. Anyway, I said I figured it out. Yeah, that was, yeah. Because when you're like, this is big news, I was like, oh, here it is. This is it. This is the so answer to our daily so, question. So 5G is going to be with the new Rebirth or what? Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's going to be like the, yeah, the new Rebirth. So they're going to launch it with a free comic book day book. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, why do it again, man? It's just too, it's too yeah. soon, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Are you sure this that will all make sense? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Are they every time though? Yeah. yeah. With the new Fifty Two, and I'm like, cool, I'm on board. And then like, forty issues later, hey, guess what? It's a new one. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, whatever. Yeah. There's creative people who can make those storylines last. Are we gonna redo it again? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have like eighteen Harley number ones, and she's only had herself for so many years. Like, dude. Anyway, whatever. They still got my money if they keep print Batman. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is why I don't see them going anywhere. I mean, they've been around so long. But uh, any final thoughts on Comics Pro? I know there's a lot of cool stuff that's coming up. Even though in my sleep battled mind, I don't remember everything. I've got notes, so I should have, should have looked at before game. But uh, just know that the comic book industry that was there was very positive about the future. There was not a lot of like grumbling and saying that this is the end of all things. It was more like. What, what's next and what are, we, what are we moving forward to so it's a good place and uh, you had mentioned Valiant in there and <laughs> uh, they got a movie coming out Bloodshot mm -hmm. and that's uh, so that's not coming out till March 13th but you yeah. got a little sneak peek I don't know if you're allowed to yeah I can say totally anything. say I asked permission okay. to talk about it. go for it yeah. so you saw Bloodshot I saw Bloodshot so uh, the, I saw a final version of it uh, except for the sound the sound of mm -hmm. course was on <laughs> was on a hotel TV so we used a laptop that had it on there to watch it on the hotel TV. It's amazing. It's a, It's got way more heart than I expected it to have. I really, really thought that uh, it was going to be uh, way more um, heavy on the just like I beat things up storyline. And it's really not. It's, it's way deeper than all that. It's got some extra characters that you won't necessarily have seen in the comic books. Kind of these extra beings that are obviously being kind of modified by the same company that's modifying him because they basically replaced all his blood with nanites. And uh, it's. Uh, are those anything like midi chlorians? They're totally not. <laughs> totally not. You're welcome. And the baddie is so good. 
the the fellow that plays the baddie, he's uh, amazing. He's like just perfectly laid up, and the soundtrack is killer. I say, yeah, I can't wait to watch it on the big screen because it was it's a really good movie on a hotel TV. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what it's gonna be like with final sound and this big old explosion stuff. And it was just all every time that he got damaged and all the nanites put him back together. It's like oh, hmm. such good like animation. <clears throat> And you can tell they didn't spare any expense on it. And he being Vin Diesel, of course. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't expecting heart from a Vin Diesel movie, just, just go home on Disney Plus and watch The Pacifier right now. Well, if you, <laughs> I mean, like in like things like Fast and the Furious and Triple X, we'll it's a little. He's a little bit of tongue in cheek about himself, right? Sure. Yeah. This one, this one's way more serious about it. Yeah, I'm not a big Vin Diesel fan at all, mm. and I could care less to see this. But she gave us a breakdown, and I was like, Yeah, all right. I mean, a comic book movie, I would have waited for it to be on a streaming platform, but after uh, Jen boasted about it, I was like, right, Yeah, cool. I think I'm the same I'll take, uh, I'll take her advice. She knows what she's talking about, so. Yeah. I'll... She's putting me in the movies. Bring, bring your popcorn and Thin Mints. <laughs> yeah. And gloves, I like it. <laughs> bring those cookies with you. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm ex- <laughs> I think after hearing about it, I'm more excited to see it. So yeah, I'm was it the nanites that sent you over the top? No, it just oh. it honestly was it's that poster. It was yeah. that poster of the pacifier. Um, no, it was honestly just this Jen's review of it. So yeah. It was like, all right, maybe I'll go see it. Maybe maybe will actually catch me in the theater watching it. I don't know. I just, I'm more excited for it now. I guess. Um, I mean, Vin Diesel's gonna get people in the theater, and then I think that most people that go in. Um, Probably will not have picked up a Bloodshot comic ever or a Valiant comic. Yeah, I was gonna say so. with him being in all the fast or you know fast movies, I mean, so he's got a pretty large audience. Mm-hmm. He's so also it's a positive the, that yeah. he's gonna bring some people in. The yeah. Pacifier was not fast. That second act, <laughs> yeah, but it was furious. It was furious. I was wait no, I was furious after I saw it. That's the other thing that I was surprised about is I really thought it would be like you know how most uh, superhero movies have like the origin that feels definitely like an origin. You're kind of like oh my gosh, uh, yeah. Or you feel like you should have needed to know something about mm-hmm. a character. This is like the first of its genre that I thought to myself that someone could go totally into this without even liking superhero stuff because it feels more reality grounded because of the Just the, the way that like these technologies <laughs> that actually exist yeah there's no superpowers involved it's like they explain how he's all jacked up question he mark. works out a lot <laughs> no i mean <laughs> let us know if you could uh, i mean obviously just uh if you could say it or not but uh you can kill me afterwards his right? mother's name martha oh, no. No. <laughs> no but his wife's name is gina and you need to know that it's important yeah you will gina. Yeah. You will love Gina too. Really that just makes me want to go home and watch reruns of Martin. But I guess I'll check it out. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Dude, I got you. Yeah, right? Um, okay, so I guess... I have so this news wasn't necessarily broke at Comics Pro, but <laughs> when Comics Pro was starting for you on Friday, mm-hmm. um, DC made the announcement, uh, kind of blasted all through Twitter and the web and, and news and everywhere. it dropped exactly. Um, yeah, so, you know, look, we, we've we met him before he came to your store, mm-hmm. uh, post-Harvey to kind of pick up you know, the city that he and Jim Lee, I'm speaking of, Dan uh, Didiao, um, they came through Houston, I think they made like five stops in one mm-hmm. day. Yeah, they, um, they, 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 don't, they I don't even know if they got to stop and eat, I think they just they wanted to make sure they went to, got to everybody. Yeah, a super nice guy, he had worked with DC since 2002 as the co-publisher for 10 years since 2010, mm-hmm. um, and I know you're, you're friends with him, so when you heard the news, what did you think? Just texted him right away to make sure he and Lilani were okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't I feel like... I don't know if he would sit, feel, the same, feel the same way, but because of the relationship from Harvey, I feel like they're family, so. And then, uh, just as far as on an industry level, you said, I'm sure people were buzzing about it there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, they everyone kind of worried that um, it would become a real negative place because of that. Because there's people on both sides, right? People that like him, sure. people that don't like him. But they handled it with a lot of grace, and I think because of the reaction of the people that were there, um, that you could tell that they were kind of like in stunned disbelief. I think we came around them as support instead of what could have happened. So I don't know, it was just a, it was a unique thing. I don't know if we'll ever have that kind of thing again. And I think whenever there's a big announcement like that nowadays, people are just like, oh, what happened? Mm-hmm. What would he do? Or, you know, but I don't think it was that. A lot of 
responses from current DC employees was basically just like, this is a corporate decision. Hmm. And most of them had very nice things to say, like um, that he, you know, provided them with a creative outlet, is very supportive. Uh, of course, they came up with all kinds of imprints his time there. Uh, Young Animal, and then they just did the uh, Hill House comics, and Black Label was done under him. So, what do you see, um, well, first of all, uh, Chaz and Jarek, as fans, when there's a hierarchy shift in a big company, do you ever pay attention to that, or are you really just kind of looking at the product on the shelf? I just look at the product, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes you'll see it in the product, whether it suffers or not, Yeah. but, I mean... This is the first I'm hearing of it, and I don't know the dude. But yeah, he's the I'm middle so of writing metal then, so I don't know how that's going to. Yeah, 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 that too. But yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna pick up my Joe Hill comic, yeah. and the Black Label right now is killing it. I really love those stories. So if those suffer, then I'm like, who's responsible for this? Yeah. You know the plunge. His last oh book? no, I didn't read it. Oh, it's like the abyss. The is light. it? <laughs> that yeah. that has to be being optioned by. TV or movie or something. I can't imagine they don't have it already. Yeah. Uh, especially the lock and key. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are just going to pick up I really stuff. like that one. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read the, the story at all, but I'm familiar with it being on the shelves. And what, or seeing it. But watching the show, I was like, man, this is a really cool concept. There's things other than superheroes and capes. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think, it, you know, it comes up in the news, and then, like you guys have mentioned... You get all these crazy stories. Well, DC's done. They're finished. They're going under. They've hired their co-publisher. But a lot of people wouldn't even really know what a co-publisher did. You know, they're just kind of on the outside looking in, looking for a a big news story. And they always, when it comes to comics now, they try to relate it to the big screen. Like, they're kind of thinking of, but he wasn't really... I mean, he, he was more on the comics end. Yeah, very much in the comics um, end. Yeah, even on the DCU, yeah. when they do the uh, the little the DCU uh, talk show or whatever, um, it's it's Lee on there constantly. You don't yeah. really hear anything from him. Yeah. If anything, I don't think he's ever well, been on. And, and Jim Lee's unique because he's really like a, a face of comics. That I mean, after he, he really Stan is. Lee, it's Jim Lee yeah. and Tom McFarlane. Oh, yeah. And there's not a lot of people that transcend that, you know, get to that pop culture status because no, most true. people were behind the scenes yeah very true. um you know and it's just uh one of those things so. and that's the thing too like if it was like jim lee and like oh my god yeah because like, i have a, 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 a connection with him just growing up reading his stuff and mm-hmm. then seeing him on tv and all that jazz so you know uh so there's a connection there like i, I know him i understand him yeah i mean as far as as far as that goes reading his stuff goes but this one, I mean, just he didn't Dan didn't affect me. Like yeah. I said, I don't know, I don't know anything about the guy. So there's a disconnect there. Now, but over the last, let's say, ten years, you had mentioned, uh, you know, being kind of into New Fifty Two. Like, okay, I'll give this a shot. The point of New Fifty Two was to calm everything down, simplify it. But then I feel like, and Marvel does this too. So this is not strictly yeah. a DC thing. I feel like they had this event. They reboot everything. They're like, okay, we're going to simplify this now. Stuff's going to be once a month. We're going to knock it down to these core set of books. We understand that people have a limited amount of money. Those number ones come out, they sell, and they're like, oh, just double it. Go from 52 to 104 titles. It's fine. Well, see, I, I can then, understand like a reset when you've gone too far and there's so much going on. And yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Reset button. Let's rewind. And yeah, man, like, here's the new story and here's how, I mean, just a simple reset. But sometimes it's like you get a reset, like but it eventually four or five doubles years, up. Like, it, it just multiplies so fast, like yeah. rebirth. Yeah. They simplified it, but then it just there's just too much. Yeah, there's just too. There much is stuff. a lot, and like if uh, these guys can like simplify it two once a month, yeah, that would be awesome. Because as a comic book reader, like the big thing right now with the X Men and all that jazz, I have customers coming in going, okay, they all tie in and they're all really good, but I can't afford this. I mean, you got one of those books. Some of them come out three or four at a time. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not reading that line because there's so much. Yeah. yeah. It's coming out too often. Their books are seven ninety nine sometimes. I'm like, man, I can afford it. I've got other things I have to do. I have to eat. I like to eat. And I got to eat with the lights on, you know? But, I mean, just let's do like a once a month thing. Maybe just do, do a bi-monthly book, too. Keep us on the edge of our seats. Yeah. Make us want more. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to. 
But once you start doing like twice a month, I'm out. Like, yeah, that's, you, seems you, like you, you don't time. have my money anymore. Yeah, at all. And that's all the remaining, the you know, the remaining books are like that. And plus, when you do twice a month for Detective and Batman, then it's like. You know, See, that's double one of the, the double. I dropped Detective. Yeah. Because I've got Batman. And then Harley Quinn's my girl, man. So I gotta get her book every month. So yeah. that's my DC stuff. But there's other things that I like to read as well. Like I'll pick up a book and, like, what was it, Blackwood that came out recently? Yeah. yeah. That book was awesome. Now I got that. And I was like, well, I mean, there's it's just too much. I've got customers dropping stuff because, like, I can't afford seven books a week. Yeah. It's not happening. So. Simplify. I, I even think like when, and it's usually the major two publishers mm-hmm. that do this because Image is all safe, self-contained stories. They don't have these big crossover events. Yeah. Some of the smaller publishers like IDW do, but it still stays, you know, pretty standard. To I mean, there's not like you know ten Transformers books a month or whatever. But um, for the big two, for, <laughs> for the for the for the big two. DC and Marvel, it always seems like they think it's a good idea to simplify, but then I guess they just immediately think, oh, well, if we sold this many books, let's just yeah. make more and more titles. Well, Boom, so, Boom was really good. Uh, so I think t- two years ago, they started with the message that they were listening to us, that we wanted less titles. Mm-hmm. And so they, they said they pulled back their line 12%, mm-hmm. but they said that their sales increased like 62% this year. Hmm. So they're trying to tell the rest of the publishers, like, we're here, we're, we did the proof of concept. We took the hard hit to see if it was going to work, and it did. Yeah. So I'm hoping they listen to all that, because they're all in that room too, right? Mm-hmm. They can hear and yeah. see numbers. Yeah. And they, and they go crazy. I mean, especially with the Batman Who Laughs or whatever. That's so great. Then it, it spilled over to, like, Deceased, and then Deceased, uh, Another Day to Die, and Unkillables, and then Hell Arisen. And I'm like, okay, I can't get all of this. I can't do it. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. You know, and they're like, we're only gonna do six issues. Well, why don't you just make it a run? Yeah, make it all just one title. This is, you know, the Batman Who Laughs, and just tie it all in, and that's one run. So, and now I gotta buy all this stuff. Yeah, so I was like, eh, well, you lost my money there too. Honestly, that's one of the reasons I don't really read like DC or Marvel stuff because I, I know if I pick up one book, I gotta then tie into all this other stuff if I really want to catch the full story. And like, it's it's. It's someone who I want to be reading it. Like, some of the stuff comes out, it's really cool, but it's like, I don't want to have to catch up on everything just to yeah. understand what's going on. I feel like they, you're just losing out on other people like that as well by having, mm-hmm. very cool, 17 different runs for one story. I don't know. I just... Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, at some point, one of the major two publishers is going to have to adapt and just change and... Maybe we're going to see more. They tried this years back, doing like digital first comics and then actually printing them out a year later. But maybe we're going to see more uh, solely digital comics. Maybe there's going to be like a, almost like a subscription service for that. Um, yeah. Something, see, not, something to that effect. But. With the DC and the Marvel Unlimited as well, like... I've been on those apps a couple of times to read the books. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I like it in my hands. Yeah, yeah. Lot, I know a lot same. of people do too, and I'm yeah. sure we're on the the way to just digital. Yeah. But I do like the the physical copy. Just give us less. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got to do is like, tone it down. Make it easier to like catch up. Yeah, on. And, and I think a, a lot of it has to do with um, you know, this the parent companies. Because Disney has a lot more play around money with Marvel, especially with the success of all the movies, than than DC does with their parent company of AT and T, kind of trying to figure out their future as well and be like, well, what do we do with comics? <laughs> we have an entire thing. section of just Star Wars, right? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean everything that comes out. I mean, you have this, this especially with the little kids who come in, like I want to read Star Wars. Well, cool, and they're like overwhelmed. Well, what do I start? What What do I do here? Yeah, you know. Um, so just kind of wrapping up the, uh, we talked a lot of comics. I think we talked more cookies than we did anything. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but, but wrapping up the comics portion, uh, any books coming out this week or any stuff that other than Batman 89 from last week that you recommend trying to go find? It's the next one in the line. It's the Hell of Risen 3. Uh, okay. So Punchline's first full appearance. Mm -hmm. And then, um... For all you Mighty Morphin Power Ranger fans out there, this week is the final issue of that series. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I'm sure it's coming back in some form, oh, yeah, right? Sure, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. The crossover with TMNT is doing really well. I really like yeah. that book. It's yeah. really fun. But um, I don't think there's anything like really super huge though yeah. coming up. Um, was there any hype? Was the hype warranted for Batman '89? I haven't had a chance to read. No, it. No, you see yeah. this much of her. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. This is her cameo. So, yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's the thing. Like they're talking on the phone. Or no, 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 no. They're talking in a room. I'm telling you, man. Birds of prey. You better find it. Issue number one. I'm telling you. Current run. <laughs> Current run. The one yeah, the just black, came out the black, the, the label. black label. One. Yeah, Jimmy Palmiotti. Which I read, man, and they didn't do any birds of prey. They had like it, ca- they had cameo. It was like five pages, maybe at the tail end. Yeah, you had one here and then one like here. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just call it Harley Quinn already. You already got money. A, a, di- a, a different, uh, a more kind of comic based iteration of Cassandra Kane, older, obviously. Yeah, for um, sure. Um, cool Hunter's action scenes, you know, on the uh, subway label, or whatever, like but one, yeah. Uh, that looks kind of as like a brown background. It says DC Nation on it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it has, it has uh, like a panel of each one of those. Hmm. It's Harley Quinn and her crew. Well, it does say Harley Quinn in way bigger letters, so. Well, that's true, yeah. but so did the movie. Oh, well, the movie did. They had her name right. really small, and she... Well, until they changed it, like day of. Yeah, they changed, well, oh, yeah. Yeah, they changed yeah. it on that Monday. I don't That's know right. what that really did, but uh, so uh, that it for comics. Then any other kind of stuff to throw out? I want the quiz. I want the quiz. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, are you guys ready to get quizzical? Well, Let's guess what? get so, quizzical. So, so here's the thing: uh, we have an extra day this year, yeah. the 29th of February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to celebrate that by wasting time on a uh, Siffy quiz. We're not wasting time. We're expanding our knowledge. <laughs> well, no. I've been doing this all day, and I'm a little upset right now. Well, no, here's the thing. <laughs> here's why I say we're wasting time. Because I'm going to have to use the 29th to watch these movies that I find out are real, that I know uh, that, I know that yeah. do not exist. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So this is, I'm, I'm calling this Movies or No. If you're a northerner, it's kind of a thing we say. Okay. Um, so these are all Siffy Channel original movies. Two of these are actual movies. One is one that I have made up. Okay. Uh, from the top of the list, the first one is called Hammerhead Shark Frenzy. It's about a doctor fed up with the lack of help for a sick son taking matters into his own hands by injecting his son with hammerhead shark DNA. Carnage ensues as his now mutated son with a shark uh, with a shark head takes bloody revenge on the doctors that probably could have helped him. That's the first movie. The second one, it's called Shark Pack. A Navy captain must track down and deal with a pack of weaponized giant Nazi sharks taking down merchant ships in the Atlantic during World War II. Problems arise when a Nazi U-boat arrives and attacks the U.S. Uh, you know Navy ship as well. It starts to sink. Things start to happen. The last movie. Wait, called, was, that, was, was that the official? Yeah, that was, that was a, that's essentially what. Yeah, it's, it's like the essential okay. thing. What happens? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ghost Shark is my third movie I have for you. After being violently tortured and killed by a professional sports fisherman, a shark comes back from beyond the grave and wreaks bloody havoc on the unsuspecting coastal town. Being able to strike from any body of water, this shark has been terrorizing people, you know, since its death. And now a ghost hunter, a ho- ghost hunter teams up with a local ship captain to catch and exercise this spectral shark killer. These, <laughs> I call, you gotta get rid of it. I call baloney on the middle one. Baloney on the middle baloney one? On okay. The middle one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start with what I know for a fact. Ghost shark has to be real. Because... What? Because... There was such, uh, I don't know how long Siffy's been doing this, you know, Monster of the Week once a month. Because they never really did it on a weekly basis. Yeah. But you've heard of all these, uh, it's a monster like, of the month is what you're Brachiosaurus saying. Rex versus, you know, Tyranitiger or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I just feel that the Ghost Hunter thing. Yeah. That vibe was so strong, like, seven, eight, nine years ago. The, they had to have combined those two genres. Okay. So, Ghost Shark, absolutely real. Like something they, they would do. It mm. seemed like it. No, you said, but you said two of these are real, one's false, Two is right? real, one is fake. See, okay. there was this uh, there was this thing where, um, so I listened to this podcast called The Dollop, right? Uh-huh. And they uh, bring in uh, a real story from, like, U.S. history, and one guy reads it to another guy, a comedian, he's never heard the story before. So there was something in, um, 
America was trying to weaponize dolphins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at one point in time uh, with like guns and stuff for war. So if these people listen to the dollop, then Nazi shark could be a thing. But it's the, it's how you 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 uh, fell off on the very end. yeah. And okay. then, then I'm thinking, wait, but what uh, was that one called? That go, one, go shark pack. Name. So the first one is Hammerhead Shark Frenzy. Yeah. Shark Pack. And then Ghost Shark. Shark Pack is just such a totally sippy name. But also, so is Hammerhead Frenzy. (laughs) Ghost Shark, absolutely real. I'll I'll say... uh, Wait, is there anybody watching us right now commenting or anything? (laughs) Because if you guys... uh, What is your... What do you guys think? That'd be awesome. Play along! Play along at home, Um, kids. Yeah, so, so what's your final? Which one do you think belongs? <laughs> this, this shark pack's ridiculous. I'm going to say, um, but it's Nazis. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you want it to be true, it isn't like, true. Yeah, probably half of the Sippy movies have some sort of Nazi scientist in them, I bet you. Um, I'm going to say Hammerhead Frenzy's fake. Hammerhead what do you, Frenzy? What do you say? Oh, man, I hate this. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They sound really sense. good. Yeah. They, they okay. all sound good. Um, Hannah Harris. Take the odds and just choose the last one. <laughs> <laughs> covered. Oh, I know. I should. Play your bases at this point, yeah. Ghost Shark? Eh, Ghost Shark. Ghost Shark? Yeah, I'm going to say Ghost Shark because the, the title's <laughs> not as clever as uh, Shark Pack or Hammerhead. <laughs> uh, so the title that I made up this morning as I'm lying in bed realizing, oh man, I haven't done this yet. Uh-huh. Uh, shark Pack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hammerhead Frenzy and Ghost, uh, yeah, Ghost Shark are two real movies. Now, see, um, if, we, if we rerun the tape, I said it sounds like it sounds shark like Shark does. Yeah. I kind of trailed because, off the because yeah. of the description. It's also one where it's like, yeah, but I, I, know, I, I yeah. took one for the team. And just I mean, I'll give you a win on that one. So okay, sorry, Mark, but you you lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> shark, shark Pack seems like. I mean, I'm, I was kind of thinking like Street Sharks. I'm like, yeah, Shark. Yeah, dude, totally. Sounds cool. So, um, yeah, I've noticed two things after doing some very minor research when it comes to city movies. And uh-huh. There's two things that will always succeed apparently: sharks. And shark hybrids for as one, yeah. and then dinosaurs yep. of some kind. Oh yeah, those are the two that if you can somehow work those in with some extra weird tropish thing, sci-fi original movie. Yeah, attaching Osaurus to like any animal. Yeah, is, is there a sharkosaurus? Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the original one I want to do was like something with uh, you know demon sharks, but actually you know that actually is a sci-fi movie. I couldn't actually make it work. In which, uh, as she dies, a, uh, a, a nun curses people and, and, and curses the devil to take its body, take, possess a shark. Yeah. And now there's a shark killing a whole bunch of people. They need to capture it, exercise it. Very similar to Ghost Shark, but it's also not. Also I think I might have seen Ghost Shark. I wonder if that was like 9, 10, 11 years ago. Maybe. Because it's, it's just like, I, I feel like I see like a harbor town and everything's cool, but there's some strange yeah. occurrences. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a cover, I think Danny Trejo's on it. Yeah. So like, and this oh, is like the original. Sci-fi just he's anything. he's worthy. He's yeah. Anything they do, attach him onto it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, do Ghost Shark. Did you have sword. Did you have more or was that? No, those are, that, that was it for this episode. Okay. Um, if it's something that we want to keep doing, I I'll oh, keep yeah. doing it. Um, I said yeah. And it's one where it's like said, these are actual movies, and that's the best part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these, these are actual movies people have done. Now people and, are like putting that in their queue for tonight. <laughs> well, I want to put Shark Pack in my queue. <laughs> That's the, yeah, that's the problem. We can make it. Sippy, we, can, we, we, have a, we, have a we have a green screen. We can, we can we totally... Just... <laughs> <laughs> Coming this summer <laughs> to uh, Woodlands near you. I want to be the U-boat. <laughs> <laughs> we have to draw uh, straws for the Nazi shark. Which yeah. one are you going to be a Nazi? Does anyone know off the top of their head how many shark natives there have been? Is there at least five, right? There's at least five. Are they going to be grinding that into the... Scott Scott. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's Nazis. Nazis. Oh yeah. man! <laughs> see, the, see, fall twenty seventeen. Yeah, so all my word. That's so awesome. for those of you listening on the podcast, we're looking at a pretty uh, something poster. It's called Sky Sharks. Sky Sharks. The sea is not enough. It's a uh, it's Nazi SS enough. officer holding two guns, riding a shark, <laughs> who also yeah. has machine guns attached to it. Um, yes, I am sold. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. It was fun to do. But I'm, but I'm really upset that Shark Pack. I'm going to go, I'm going to go write some fan fiction for Sifty movies now. If I write, if I write Shark Pack, 
as a screenplay. Let's do it. Can we? Can that be a thing that we do here? Just like read it. Do, do, read do, do, it? A, do a line yeah. of like this. A drama, do, do a dramatization. dramatization like of back in the old days. Shark Pack. Yeah. Up next yeah. on uh, Nerd News <laughs> Radio. Yeah. yeah. There's an essay. Last time we left our cohorts. Just a, a good old-fashioned table read, why not? Yeah, I'll do a table read of Yeah, That'd be awesome. Oh my god. Uh, I think you should at least write a trailer for it. Okay. If we do like a All ten right. and a half minute. I'll, I'll do storyboards, and we can, we can throw that up uh, for like the stream as we're doing it. It'll be great. Yeah. Oh, look, I like the old radio. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Because yeah. the trailer the, on the podcast, nobody's going to be like, what be, the yeah. heck's going yeah. on? What's going on? Yeah. We have right. no idea. But we do a lot, man. Nancy. I'll start working at Shark Pack. I'm, I'm coming after you, Sippy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna propose I'll record this. my U-boat sounds. <laughs> and what's that, what's that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like she turns the water? <laughs> 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 I'm a shark. Yeah. Shark Pack. Not a shark. I mean, for horsey kayak. I'm off topic, on topic, off shark topic. There's no sharks in this, but has anyone seen Hunters on Amazon Prime yet? Yeah, I was just talking with my mom it? about this, and she loves it. I haven't seen it, but she had nothing but good things to say. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, extremely over the top. Yeah, and it's hits times, a flat but, too. Oh yeah, it's because it's like historical flat. inaccuracies. And I'm like, yeah, is it supposed to be yeah. like accurate, yeah. or is it just supposed to be a show? It's not supposed to be accurate. I, I guess I just think that the people that are kind of speaking out against it... Um, We're talking maybe, about the maybe, main thing with human it, chess. Yeah, it probably just rubs them the wrong way that they've made up, you know, that they've written in these, you know, torturous scenes that weren't accurate because, you know, there's so much history there and so much... Um, ability to research that stuff. Yeah. And no one really likes to think about it, but when you're watching a show about the after effects of World War II and, you know, flashbacks to that, maybe they just think that they're glorifying it in some way by coming up with weird, torturous situations. Yeah, but there's so the many, there's in. so many, like, TV and uh, yeah. movie yeah. and stuff about World War II. I mean, II Glorious Bastards was a, exactly. a romanticism of, uh, that was a you good know, movie. that, yeah. yeah. But then again, so. it's you know, it's it's a movie. People, I mean, enjoy it or don't enjoy it. If you don't, dude, flip the channel. And on that, you could just back button, back button, search something else. Why weren't people mad at Jojo Rabbit? That wasn't. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I, I saw mean, five well, minutes of that through the seats of the plane between the crack of the two seats of the plane, and it just happened to be like the two minutes right before he walks right up to his mom's. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just like bawling. I didn't know anything else that went on before. Yeah. I just knew exactly what I was seeing. She taps on the guy in front. Can no. you move over a little bit? I'm trying to listen. Can I use your earbuds? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's such a good movie. It's, 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 good really, movie. it's really good. Did I miss anything? No, we're just highlighting the boy, highlighting you, and highlighting each other. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, Hunter's a good show, but everything's going to take flack and, you know. Yeah, but this was like, uh, as as my mom was talking about, I was like, yeah, well, that's the, and it was on the news. And, yeah. You know, CNN or whatever. It's yeah. like, get over yourself, man. Who okay. cares? Shut up. Uh, backspace. <sighs> Y'all know how I feel about that. Um, so just, uh, so we'll wrap this up. We're doing things in reverse with some, uh, quick news. Because now all I can think about is Shark Pack. But anyway, um... <laughs> You're all next week, uh, gum shoes. Yeah. So uh, I don't, I don't know how we really feel about remakes because look, remakes are hit or miss. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes you they add an extra layer, and sometimes it's just like, well, why'd you do that? And some of the times, why people do that is because look, there's always a, a new generation that didn't see the original. Uh, you can't go to uh, Blockbuster or Redbox or Rent. VHS tapes anymore. Are you still going to Blockbuster? Yeah. Wow. I try, but they won't let me in. There. There's no movies here. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, with that being said, uh, I made that you know tease about Captain America. They're, they're looking at Chris Evans to cast him in Little Shop of Horrors. Not not as uh, the lead, not as... Uh, Is he going to play the Rick Moranis character? Not as Seymour, no. No. So, but just in general... Um, so look, they're doing a remake, Little Shop of Horrors. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, they've already cast uh, Billy Porter as the voice hey. of, of Audrey Two. Interesting. From Pose, yeah. um, he has fantastic outfits on the red carpet. I think you've seen some. Yeah. Like, uh, 
He does. <laughs> no, and what so is that. it? I I don't know why. But it, uh, I don't know. It was just I would never expect it. <laughs> well, you'll see. I mean, I I found some pictures of Billy Porter. Uh, fierce on that red carpet, man. You're very passionate about that The other thing is that cool. you know women are always expected to come up with these fantastic, mind-blowing outfits. Like I'm wearing so and so, I'm wearing so and so, and then like you get to the actors like Brad Pitt, and it's like tux. Well, like how many different tuxes can I see? You know what I mean? Seven. At least two. Yeah. <laughs> the white, and black, the black on white. Right. That's it. But it's just like uh, all the tuxes look the same because it's a traditional tux. But anyway, uh, Chris Evans as Oren Scrivelli, which was Steve Martin's character, the psychotic dentist who loved his laughing gas. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and, and these are just end talks, but uh, I'm a big fan of the potential Seymour casting of Taron Egerton. Okay, cool. I, I think uh, Rocket Man, you get like the, the, the music, uh, the musical well, abilities there. I think that would be cool. And then uh, Scarlett Johansson, speaking of Jojo Rabbit, as Audrey. Oh, right on. So, oh, that's cool. We'll get, yeah, we'll get I mean, that's, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, the only other big news was, you know, Baby Yoda took over Toy Fair. But who expected that not to happen? I, I, I see, like, Good Morning America and Michael Strahan has, like, five different variations of Baby Yoda he's playing with. Yeah. So those all come out around May. Uh, the one with the animatronics, the coos are a little weird, yeah. like the whole cooing sound effects. Yeah. But... It looks pretty job. fantastic for like 60 bucks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we have people come in the shop all the time. You have Baby Yoda? Anything? We're like, no. Not we have yet. to wait. Oh, there's about, you know, as much as people were begging back for it in December, it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for because we're about to get hit mm -hmm. with a wave of Baby Yoda stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So, did you guys catch any other uh, Toy Fair pictures or releases stuff? Because it's really just a million pictures of action figures. Mm -hmm. And for me... To, like all kinds of emails from NECA and Funko. Yeah. From just kind of like, hey, this is what's coming out. Buy these. Pre this. Buy this stuff. Mm -hmm. I like to see it in store. Yeah. I'm very uh, interested. You mentioned that uh, the McFarlane line of the DC yes. universe stuff. Yeah, they look so uh, cool. Though. Yeah. That's just on paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm, I just want to see like the next ten waves of those they have planned. because yeah. <laughs> I want to see what characters. Yeah, I mean they're, they're always they've always so. they're always sold out of like the ones that I want. Obviously, yeah. if I go anywhere, but <laughs> hey, if you have a Harley Quinn or a Batgirl, hit me up on Facebook. I'll give you my address. Didn't, thought, didn't you through. find Batgirl? No. Hmm. Okay, I thought because I, I, I was going like, to bring him in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to bring him in, but I couldn't find. Uh, I was most excited about Funko's uh, pop, The Boys. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because... my Homelander. <laughs> it's very crazy they can buy something that's just such this innocent-looking doll for a show that's just so <laughs> raunchy and over the top. But, I mean, that's they just did the it way. for everything, yeah. They, they did, did it for, for The Walking Dead. There was a Negan one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, a bloody bad Negan. <laughs> yeah, they do, they do that for everything. Uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to throw out? Uh, they're coming out with the George Washington pop, so I know. Make sure you stock up on your George Washington pops. Uh, yeah. I'm they, they, they have a lot of historical ones come out. They yeah. do. Really cool so I'm like, okay, right At this point, there's not a license they haven't covered. Yeah. Oh, like, sure. I, I do not think. Yeah. So. so what's the over-under in years before Funko Pop just, like, dies? Well, I thought that was already going to happen, so I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they keep I mean, they keep pushing it up. By the way, Funko, uh, a, a line of Nerd Doom Now, Nerd Doom Now pops would be cool. That'd be kind of cool. We can have uh, a Justin pop, and it's just a blank pop, and you just pretend what you know what he looks like. Just draw it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rocket Queen pops, that'd be great. Yeah. 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 For sure. Will um, they come sweaty or no? <laughs> no. They'll come with an eyeliner pencil. It's like you draw it yourself. Well, they do have that makeup line now, so maybe they could combine those. That'd be cool. Funko has a makeup line? Mm -hmm. What? I did that. They have, yeah, they have makeup yeah. lines. And they just announced a candy line where they've got like a clear Funko they pop have, with candy. Yeah, candy. and remember cereal. Now the cereal, the Funko that, that, that dropped off because it was just, people realized, wait, this is just the same cereal. Yeah, I mean, because you just buy the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a victim of that. I've got a call. I've got like the Skeletor cereal, and yeah, I can't remember what they. It might be like a Batman or a Harley. I can't remember. It's on my shelf somewhere. Like, are they just 
Next to my like just Game of Thrones Oreos. Is that, what this, is that what Funko Pop cereal is? Like what? What? What is? No, it's just loot fruit. Fruit yeah, loose. Fruit they're loose. all one color, and they all yeah. taste the same, same, regardless of the color. That's yeah. so weird. And there's the tiny, like exclusive so miniature Funko Ooh. in each box. The boxes so look weird. cool. It's yeah. cool, but uh, yeah, Funko basically had about every product you could have. There's the makeup mm-hmm. up there, but I don't understand Funko Pop. Miss Jen, yeah, you're gonna wear Funko makeup. I'd rather wear makeup now. <laughs> this is true. But you could product test. Mm. Sure. They have to teach me how to wear it, though. <laughs> I'm like, blush. Duh. Uh, well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you, Chaz. Thanks, Jared, for your awesome game. Yeah, that We're going to be doing that again. Cool. Um, and Miss Jen, thanks for all your news about Comics Pro. I, I know you're super tired from that busy weekend. Okay, so um, sleep. She looks and marvelous. Thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection and The Adventure Begins. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, Adventure Begins Show, Woodlands House and Home, The Best You, Weekly Fallout Sports Talk, and Between the Trees Business Talk. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online on our partner station, KBQT HD 21, over the air on your television. All these shows and more on Roku now. Search and add Woodlands Online Television to your streaming lineup. And don't forget, we are now on Spotify as an audio podcast. So what? while you're driving. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Taking a, yeah. I feel yeah. like I should or be more, any, more nervous mo- now. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> but uh, until then, we'll see you next time on Nerd News Now. Uh-